Realms of Reality with Reverend Benga Kutila, Senior Pastor of Center for Reality International Church. Listen and be blessed. This morning, the word present in my spirit. Let's kick it off from the book of Genesis, chapter 5. Across of late, we started witnessing some great move of God, a bat of revival, very strong, very, very strong meetings, extending grace, establishing people. Or some expression of God. I challenge those that doubt God. There's one here that can show God. Did you hear what I said? I challenge what? I challenge those that doubt God. There's one here that can show God. When you hit a walk with God and your conviction is sure, if a generation doubt Him, you show Him, then you know Him. The truth of living is that you can show him. He that brought you that you do not see. Are you listening? But you found that you can now. That transition is a great one. That's a journey. And that's why I want to talk to you this morning. Open your spirit. Genesis chapter 5. And Enoch lived 60 and five years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God. After he begat Methuselah, 300 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 360 and five years. And Enoch to walk with God and it was not for God took him let's see a repetition of that in the book of Hebrews Hebrews chapter 11 are you with me let's read from verse 1 so that we can follow a foundation now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the words of God so that Things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. And he was found, he was not found <laughs> because God has translated him. 
For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Now go to John chapter 3. Let me read from verse 5. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Verse 7, Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Father, thank you this morning. Thank you for the reality that is in your word. Thank you for the efficacy of your word. Thank you for the ability of your word. Thank you for the life your word carries. Let it be enforced here today in the name of Jesus. Let your word that is spoken become visible in every life. In the hearers of these hearers. In the name of Jesus. Take my voice and speak. Think through me, Lord. And let your word come with grace. And let your honor be seen. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. The uniqueness of every individual is based, is determined by his revelation of God. What you've seen of God, what you've sighted of him, will power your life. I am not dealing with an arbitrarily God, someone not so real, someone that was introduced by, to me by my mother or my father, religious wise. No. I'm not dealing with him based on history. Yes, there's the historical part, but I'm not dealing with him based on history. I'm dealing with him based on evidence. And you will not be able to walk with God if there are no evidence. If God will be real to you, there are certain milestones you have crossed. There are certain miles you have gone. And the reality of God is all God wants to show you to his word. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. We read about a man here that his name was called Enoch. You need to understand your basis in life where you can change history. You need to understand the basis of your uniqueness where you can turn story around. A generation was living before this man. There was nothing significant about that generation. They were given birth. They were given birth to sons and daughters. That was all we kept reading about them. Maybe we should go back to that Genesis chapter 5. And let's see what it says from the beginning. Can you see? Let's just do a tracing. Now look. This is the book. Did you see? Of the generation of Adam. In the day that God created man. In the likeness of God made the end. Now watch. Watch. It says a male and female created them. And bless them and call their name Adam in the day 
day when they were created. And Adam lived. Now that's it. He just started talking about living. And Adam lived an hundred and thirty years and begat sons in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth were eight hundred years and he begat sons and daughters. Now watch on. And all the days that Adam were lived were 930 years and he died. Now follow the next person and set his son. Did you see? What did he begat again? Sons and daughters. Follow the next person. Uh huh. What did he begat again? Talk to me. Sons and daughters. Follow the next person. Follow the next person. What did you see again? Follow the next person. What did you see again? What did you see again? Follow the next person. What did you see again? Uh -huh. And he begat Enoch. 800 years and begat sons and daughters. Then look at verse 20. And all the days of Jarrell were 900 960 and two years and he died. Now look, the next man. Verse 21. And Enoch lived six and five sixty and five years and begat who? Now I want to tell you one thing before I go on. That the secret of the longevity of Methuselah was a source of life for his father's work. That was the impact he carries that made that man. You can't carry life and what comes out of your lungs will not live long. Did you hear that? Are you listening? Now, now let's go to verse 20, 22 now. And Enoch walked. The Bible says in Amos chapter 3 verse 3, can two walk together except they agree? The first instance is that you first find him. Are you listening to me? The first instance in walking with God is the man you find is the man you can walk with. If you can't find him, you can't walk with him because he's not visible. Talk to me. Is he visible? Can you see him? But this man walk with him. The first man that had an experience of a relationship and communion with God was Adam. And Adam fell and missed it. But one man said, my great 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 grandfather can miss you, but I will get you. In a generation where there was awkwardness, where people were doing what they feel like doing, where they feel like walking the way they were walking, one man suddenly came up and sought for God. Something informed is seeking for God. Probably the story of his great great grandfather. And he said, How will it be that there is a God that created my father? Did you see what we read? You didn't read about Abel and Cain. How do you start counting the life of a man about his living when he was not born? One, when do you start counting his living, his life 
about his life when you were not there when he was created so what do you start using as the timeline so how do you come and tell us he lived a hundred and thirty oh who is counting who Moses huh Moses was talking here now there was a life in the garden of Eden there was a life after Eden huh there was a life that he started giving birth then he gave birth to Cain then he gave birth to Abel then later he now gave birth to Seth so the counting of his life started from the basis of Seth but this man was once a man that walked with God and I believe I believe that if we do an appropriate calculation there will be a time they both sat with their great great grandfather and was telling them the story of when he was in Eden and while he was telling the story of when he was in Eden something broke in the art of Enoch that if you walk with my father I am here too I will get you anybody hear me anybody hear me did you hear what I said if you walk with my father I will get you they could fail they could fall they could step off what you are but there's a craving that brings God back if you have not heard that hear that today if any man miss God and he needs to get God back a craving will bring him back one day one of my daughters came to me and said i've missed god i said good he said you said good i said good you want to get him back he said how long will he get me get me take me to get him back i said it won't take you long now you will connect him back he said but is that the way it works that's the way it works you will get him back here the reason why we are created is because we are breached to god so we will preach you and that's my own call to raise up the foundations of generation that have been destroyed so i'm going to link you back to him and you get him back here it's not a god far-fetched your decision will connect you back because he did not go anywhere you are the one that went somewhere if a cry rise within a man god begin to show in his life if a Christ starts in the heart of a man, God begins to show up once again. Did, did, did the man called Samson not miss God? But one day he just he just leaned his hand upon the upon the upon the pillar and said, Lord, this one time. Did he show up? Talk to me, did he show up? <laughs> That's the God I know. You are the one that went away, he didn't go away. You are the one that disappeared, didn't disappear. Your decision will restore you back. Just like the father of the prodigal son. His father has been watching. His father saw him before he saw his father. Is that true? Talk to me. Am I talking to somebody? Are you listening? So Enoch, number one, first, had the story of, his, of the God of, the, the, of his father. And after he had, that's why you don't play with history. You don't joke with history. 
I took time to read the history of revival and the history of revival busted something on my inside. And I don't want it, I don't want to have it lesser. Today we have motivational preacher. I'm not a motivational preacher. And I don't believe in motivational preaching because there's nothing like that. We are gospelers. We preach the gospel. And when we preach the gospel, the power of God. Motivation does not deliver the power of God. Go and ask them. They don't need, you don't need to pray to do motivation. But if you want to do gospel, you commune. Are you listening to me? So I'm not a motivational preacher. Are you listening to me? I'm a gospeler. And the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. So we show him. We preach healing. People are healed. We preach miracle. People receive miracles. We preach deliverance. People are deliverance. We preach prosperity. People prosper. Whatever we preach shows. It's not story. Except you did not believe. So this man first had a story. I guess one of those days, Adam Sata was telling his grandchildren or great grandchildren about how they were in the Garden of Eden. How God will appear, how God will show, how we will speak with them, and how he will go, and how he will come again. And Enoch said, Really? I will find this God. We don't have the story. But if you read your Bible in the book of Jude, Bible called him the seventh man from Adam and gave a prophecy of the coming of Jesus. Have you read that? Have you read that? Now, in eschatology, sorry, I need, maybe I do a little digression. In eschatology, there is a, a bit of controversy whether it's going to be him or Moses that will come alongside with Elijah. At the three and a half years Are you listening to me? There's going to be seven years of the Antichrist Three and a half years of peace treaty And three and a half years of persecution The three and a half years of peace treaty It is said because the Bible called him a prophet Jude chapter 1 verse 14 The seventh from Adam What did he do? <laughs> Hey, everybody listen to me. What did he do? So the first person that prophesied in the Bible was Enoch. Now he was able to do that because he walked with God. Now hear me. The prophecy was not prominent. But somebody walked with God and started prophesying. And what he saw was so alarming. Prophesied of this saying, Behold, what the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints. He saw the Christ coming, he saw him coming with his saints. How walked with God? Can I talk to you? The gift of the future was brought into the present because Paul was the one that started telling us about prophecy. Paul was the one that started teaching us about prophecy. I, I'm, I'm talking about New Testament. Then we, though we saw prophecy in the Old Testament in different form. But there was a man that, that there was no teacher, there was no Holy Spirit at that point. But he started pulling into God and his pull into God 
of oppression and he started prophesying and what did he prophesy talk to me he prophesied say behold the lord which lord which lord the lord he walked with i think i believe i agree he's the one that is going to stand with elijah not moses in the school in the school of thought in eschatology it was said because the body of moses was not found but i believe for him to say behold the lord connect so he's speaking of what he saw himself doing he said the lord is going to come it doesn't matter what the antichrist will do the lord connect with the ten thousands of his saints he saw it he saw it now can you imagine everybody listen to me can you imagine when you look at a man and you see he lived before his time this was the man did you hear what i said they look at you and say this man lived before his time because mm, this is not his time his time should be later because the things that he was doing at the time he was doing was not predominant in his time it was for a future generation prophecy was begin to be was exhibited in the days of who of moses was it not the first lines of prophecy we saw was after he chose the 70 elders and some people started prophesying talk to me and before then enoch had started prophesying <laughs> did you hear what paul said he said those that have tasted the power of the word to come there's a power of a word to come that some people step into there's a power of the word to come that some people walk into there's a power of the word to come that some people enter into how did they they walked with god there is what a walk with god delivers to you this is the truth sir i have seen people that want to do the work of god but they lack the walk with god he wants to pray for sick and he says he pray for sick sick cannot be healed yet he has no walk with him how will you do the works of god if you lack a walk with him the key to the walk with god is a walk with him you need to walk with him number one remember you must seek for him he said those that as those that seek for me will what we find me so if they find him what will they now do they will walk with him now i'm going somewhere i'm just starting read the next verse verse 15 look at it what did he say so that's what the saints are coming to do what are the saints coming to do read everybody to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all the ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and of all their ad speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him i can speak as an authority here this is the one coming hello you can quote me this is the one coming 
Praise the Lord. Am I talking to somebody? Now, he located God and walked with him. There is a walk you walk. Everybody listen. When evil is going to happen, you won't travel that day. That's a walk. There's another walk that the evil will happen. You'll be the only one delivered. That's another walk. There's another walk. The evil is supposed to happen. But because you are there, you didn't pray, it's cancelled. That's another walk. Which one do you want? The last one. That's the one everybody wants. But it's not everybody that wants to pay the price. A walk with God is a price to pay. You want to walk with him. You want to walk with him. Elijah, low, 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 boom, Elijah. He said, if I be a man of God, he said, come down here. He said, me. He said, man of God, come down here. He said, you call me man of God. I should come down. Then he said, if I be a man of God, let before he finished, they were roasted. A walk with God. If you have not walked with him, will you be able to call fire? The man called John the Baptist. Do you know him? Let's listen to what Jesus said about him. He spoke about Jesus, but Jesus spoke about him. What do you go into the wilderness to see? A reed blown by the wind? They said, no. So this man is not a, 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 a man that is unstable. He's a farmer. He's an unshaking man. You could see his audacity. He said a man clothed with raiment. A, a man, a man, a man, a man clothed with raiment. He said no. In fact, he said for those that are clothed in raiment, sit in the king's palace. Then he said a prophet. He said but you didn't get it. I just have to start to tell you a prophet. He said, but more than a prophet. And he said, if you will take, this is Elijah. And will anybody bring sword out to cut the head of Elijah? He carried a prophecy he never lived the fullness. He did not understand what he was called. He did not live it out. That was why he was killed the way he was killed. If he could activate his prophetic order, they can't kill him like that. That's the truth, sir. A lot of people carry prophetic destiny, but they have not unraveled it. I say, I have a prophecy. I have a prophecy. Shut up. Leave it. Prophecy are not to be just written down. They are to be lived out. Stop all this noise you are making around. Don't let your prophecy become history. That's how they said it last year. That's how they said the previous year. That's how they said it the other year. That's how they said it. That's how they said it. And it's because it's history. Don't let your prophecy become what? Prophecy are not to become history in that form. Are you listening to me? The true fulfillment of prophecy is what you bring history because this is it what was written as history in eternity is what we prophesy on earth so that a man will hear it and make a corresponding history with what is in heaven are you listening because the things that shall be have been before they be who is hearing me 
The things look here. Everything about every man life, man's life is set. It's not about your dream. Your dream is far away from where God is taking you. There are things He has written about your life. Lord, show me what have you written. Let me walk into it. That's all. That's my prayer. Lord, do this. That's not my prayer. What you have done, that's why I said, He said, He's the author and the finisher. So, Lord, what you have authored, bring me into it. If I mean what you have authored, I don't need to pray to finish. But you see, you see things start and it has not matured. And you are praying, Lord, when we lay up, you created that one. What he creates does not need prayer, sir. Once you enter, fulfillment is sure. I can tell you that. There's a vacuum of prophecy. What I say? 